Hello, welcome to Full Beam. It's episode 18. 18. 18. Wow. My name's Al. And I'm Sai. And today we're going to talk about electric cars. Ugh. And that's why we had Electricity by OMD as our intro music. That was Al's choice. Uh, I've got another song coming up which is much, much, much better. <laughs> it's not. It is. Al hates it, which makes it even better just by default, but it is a better song. I don't hate it. I hate it after time, but, you know, it's, it's, it's annoying. Anyway, so where are we going to start on this one? Um, I don't see the need for them. I'm going to put that one out there now. Podcast over. Cheers, guys. Go on, say. Well, you put it on me now, Al. I'm, I I'm, like, I'm just cynical. I, I question the need for any innovation. Right. I always think there's money behind it. I always think they're trying to make money. I just hybrid cars. I understand because yeah, okay, air pollution cities. So if you can have a car that's got an engine which charges up a battery, which you can use now and again, that's fine. I can live with that. Yeah. But a totally electric car. Yeah. I'll be fair, I've only ever been in one. I've, I've never not been, I've ne- not been in any. I've never driven one. I've not driven one. Okay. I've been in, I've been in a Nissan Leaf. I was quite impressed with it. It was a bit weird because there's no there's the silence on yeah. it. That's very very strange. But it was a nice ride. Um, although I was very very drunk at the time. Um, and I've sat in a Tesla in Amsterdam in the, the showroom, and I was a lovely car to sit in. But I've never actually driven any electric car, so I wouldn't know what's like. Would it feel like you're still driving? And I know you're still steering. Yeah. And you've got a handbrake and. There's a pedal. Would it feel like you're driving? I don't know. The, the, the biggest things for me are, I think they're all ugly, and I'm just going to throw that out there. I don't think there is one nice all-electric-looking vehicle. Plenty of nice hybrids. You know, you've got all the supercars now using hybrid technology. And the weird thing is with hybrids, where they've got an engine and a battery, that's they seem to be putting them just in like their standard models. So you can get a, a BMW 3 Series, 5 Series hybrid you get a porsche panamera hybrid but then when you want an all-electric car you've got to have like this soft cuddly polar bear hugging smiley faced cubie kind of soft looking thing i, I just don't get it if, if they look better I, I i wouldn't see an issue with it um but i don't think there's one nice sporty looking aggressive Something with street cred or with with road presence, it it, it doesn't it, it doesn't do it for me. Um, secondly, I think they are totally overpriced, totally totally overpriced. What would possess anybody to buy a I don't know an a, an electric golf for for twice the price of a normal golf? It, it just just totally confuses me. Um, I was looking at prices, and a Nissan Leaf is starts at thirty six grand. Do you? Yeah. Bloody hell! And Kia's electric Kia's thirty five forty grand plus. An Audi e-tron starts at seventy five thousand pound. You know why? It's because the people who buy them are either middle class or upper class people with too much money to spend, and you've got. They're trying to save the planet, man, because they're trendy. And you, they don't care how much they spend. You'd think so, but that is wrong. Go on. The price is dependent on the expense of the battery. 
and the creation of the battery. Okay. So these ion batteries that they're using are extremely expensive, uh, which means that it costs more to build an Audi e-tron than it does to buy an Audi with a combustion or to build an Audi with a normal combustion engine in it. Um, and obviously, I take on board your point, Sal, about does it actually feel like you're driving? There's no noise, there's no engine noise. In fact, a lot of cars don't sound particularly pleasant anyway, but if there's no noise in there, are they well insulated? Do you get a lot of road noise? There's too many cons for me, but also talking about batteries and the expense of the batteries, it's the actual shelf life of the battery. It's They are limited to 100,000 miles. Now, I know there's always this stigma of, oh, well, the car's got a high mileage or whatever, but my petrol car is not going to stop working when it gets to 100,000 miles. It's just not. You know, people think that, you know, they become more unreliable. And yes, they might do, or they might need more regular servicing, and they might do, but they will still work. Mm. If I've got a, if I buy a second-hand Nissan Leaf that's got 50,000 miles on it, I'm only going to get 50,000 miles out of it. Mm. And then what am I going to do? Buying, I've got to buy a whole new car. I, I, see, the technology bothers me. I, I, I said to you the other day that I think they're trying to rush these cars in for some reason and I don't think the technology is there yet right just hang on a second we've finished now once I said that to you I've gone on the internet and researched electric cars now there were electric taxis in London in the 19th century at the turn of the century there were electric taxis wow so we've had electric cars for over 100 years why isn't the technology good enough by now? Because at, the technology is there, but you know you've got to, you've got to then you've got to compete with multi-billion-pound oil industries. You know Shell aren't going to want to put e-charging points in their garages, are they? Because true. people have stopped true. using petrol. Yeah, that's true. You know, Ferrari are making hybrid cars, but. No, there's no all-electric Ferrari, there's no all-electric Lamborghini, all-electric Aston Martin. People just people who want an Aston Martin, who want a Lamborghini, who want a Ferrari, who want the engine noise and want the performance. Yeah. So, you know, are you ever going to get an all-electric Aston Martin? Most probably not. You know? I think I think you will. Do you? Yeah. I just think it's it's a trend that all motor manufacturers will follow. I think they'll feel that they'll have to do it. Yeah. Yeah, uh, so for me, you know, there, there are. It's going to take a brave one not to do it. Yeah, I just. I, can you imagine buying an electric Lamborghini? God. Can you no. imagine it? No. Can no. you imagine? Yeah, the whole thing for me about any car like that. Uh, is... They could call it a Lamborghini. Samuel, right away. Give me, fly me to Italy now <laughs> and give me a job because that's genius. <laughs> I'll give you that one. I looked at you in, in slight disgust for a minute then, but then I realised, and then your E could be like green or yep. whatever. Oh. Yep. Um, but the whole thing for me with those kind of cars is walking up to it, unlocking it, getting in, shutting the door, and pressing that big red start-stop button that fires it up like a like a, like an animal that, that you've stood on its tail. Or if you like me, you turn the key. 
We'd have put yeah, but that's in a Ford EcoBoost. We're talking about Lamborghinis with okay, big red start-stop buttons, yeah? Yeah. So, that's a, is it going to be the death of the supercar? Like, fair enough, I know you've no. got like, the Rimac and all that kind of stuff, but they are electric manufacturers. They've never had a petrol car. Can you imagine going into a petrol, a normal car that runs on a combustion engine, walking into their showroom and going, oh, that Lamborghini Aventador SV over there is absolutely stunning, but I'll have that one over there that makes no noise whatsoever. Yeah. <sighs> there's two things, there's two motives to electric cars that bother me. Um, the first one is the speed thing. We, we get the, the acceleration, which is just insane. But it's instant, isn't it? It's, yeah, it's like on the roller coaster, it's like being fired out of a cannon. Like the Rimac is just yeah. shocking, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Again, if you want that, put me in a rocket. You know. Do you really want speed that fast right away? You're meant to be driving a car, not being propelled. This is true. Do you know, if you were in a Rimac, yeah. I think your face would turn inside out. Probably would, mate. Yeah? Yeah, probably would. And it might not come back out again. <laughs> um, that's not a car, is it? That's just a fairground ride. It's a toy, isn't it, to show off? It's like yeah. a Tesla. Tesla have these bonkers buttons or ludicrous buttons. Ludicrous mode, yeah, yeah. And again... You can you you can YouTube them and it's like you know I surprise me wife and kids with the ludicrous and this that and the other that makes no noise nothing and then everyone's head just hits the headrest and bang it's off. That's not driving a car. That's that's being on a that's being on a drag strip. Yeah, it is. You can't drive it like that. No. So, you know, really. Second thing is, you know, electric cars are going to save the environment. They're going to be going to be air cleaner. Well. And bear with me on this, okay? This is because you're old. It's because I'm old, okay. It's because right. you're going to die before the air quality improves. No, the air quality has never been better. The air quality in Western Europe, obviously China and, and places like that where they've got coal-powered stations, obviously not. Western Europe, America maybe as well. The air quality's never been better. When I was a kid, like, I remember buying my first car when I was 17. There was no unleaded petrol then. Nope, full right? star. I remember going to... The garage at the end of our road, and you could the buttons. You could have three star or four star. No one led the petrol, so everyone fifty or over, forty five or over, we breathed in led the petrol all our lives. We're all right. No one's died. We're okay. Your eyes are a bit wonky. Yeah, uh, well, you know, <laughs> that's because I'm looking at you, man. Sorry, um, but do you know what I mean. Doesn't we're all all right now? Since then, it's just been unleaded, unleaded, unleaded. So the air's clearer than what it was then. Yeah. How clean do you bloody want it? How clean do you want to say it? It's, it's, it's impossible to make it yeah, zero. It's it, just ridiculous. It, it, it goes deep, that doesn't it? It goes into like the manufacturing of, of the crude oil and, and all that kind of stuff and the drilling and, and all that and the mining for it. The transport of it in big massive tankers or by rail, this and the other. It's, it's to do all with the production, to getting it fit for purpose and to getting it to the stations and to getting it to the pump. They're trying to cut down all that kind of stuff. But then, if you Google how do they actually get rid of the ion batteries when they're finished, they have to go to a big, massive power station that pollutes the air massively and have these batteries either destroyed in a special way or if they're completely dead and there's no life in them at all, they're shredded by big, massive metal shredding machines. Can you imagine the damage that that machine is doing to the the environment? Well, Well, yeah, quite, but not only that, just suppose in 10 years' time, no, okay. Suppose in twenty years' time, half the cars on the road yeah. are electric. Yeah. And I don't mean hybrids. I mean electric. Yeah. Right. 
The National Grid can't cope now. No. They had blackouts last week in London. Yeah. Right, it can't cope now. We won't build nuclear power stations because, oh, they're bad. We can't build any more coal power stations because, oh, they pollute the environment. Yeah. So what do you do? We're, yeah. we're depending on wind, which yeah. doesn't give us enough. So where's all this electricity going to come to power the cars? True. So I'm looking now at what has been rated as the top as the top eight best electric cars for 2019, right? Go on. Number one, the Nissan Leaf. Okay. What's your take on a Nissan Leaf? Well, that's the only one I've actually experienced looks, properly. I looks, think it looks all right. Would you drive one? Um, would you have one on your drive? Would you own one? It was just a case of, of a car to get around town in. Yeah, it wouldn't, it wouldn't bother me. I don't mind it. I think they're okay. I wouldn't have a car like that to go up to, up to London and back. You know what I mean? Would you have a car like that for the experience, for the drivability, for the fizz? It'd be an experience, but wouldn't, it wouldn't necessarily excite me. Number two, a BMW B-Class. So the one up from the A-Class, slightly bigger. I think you've had one of them, haven't you? Driven one of them? B-Class? Yeah. Have you ever driven a B-Class? I thought you liked it. Like, like the bigger people carrier kind of thing. Mercedes B-Class? Yeah. It's a BMW. Oh, sorry. Mercedes B-Class. That's why, that's why I don't look at... I thought, what's a BMW B-Class? No, sorry. Mercedes <laughs> B-Class. Yeah, I, I, I've driven a petrol one when it was as a high car in Ireland. Um, it was a great car. Yeah. But electric? Mm. See, but I would prefer that. I would prefer the manufacturers to go, we're just going to take the engine out of that. That car yeah. is beautiful. We're going to take the car out. We're going to take the battery out. We're going to take the engine out of that and put a battery in it. If the German experience is the same or very similar, yeah. then maybe okay. But I just doubt it will be. Mm. So the, the next one confuses the hell out of me. This is where I said BMW before. Sorry, Al and our listeners. The BMW i3. Yeah. Right? Ugly, BMW. ugly car. Ugly little box. Yeah. Apparently it's amazing inside. got all kinds of technology in it yeah. and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Some people say it's quite nippy and quite fast against that instant acceleration. But BMW make a small car anyway. They make the 1 Series. Why not just make an electric 1 Series? The i3 is smaller than a 1, isn't it? But it's still not small. Um, it's still not small. But that, 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 that's the point I'm trying to get. I think maybe it's just me, or maybe more people would find them appealing if they just looked like the petrol one. That's a petrol one series, that's an electric one yeah, but series. To be, to be fair, the, the i3 is a completely different car to the one series. Oh, it is? Like you said, it's, it's just all got these gadgets inside. It's like yeah. a, a futuristic car, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, but, that's, but a lot of these manufacturers have cars and cars that sell really, really well anyway. They've got that base, they've got that foundation. It's like they've got to be deliberately out there. It's like all electric vehicles have just got to be out there. Well, I think with the i3, I think they decided to design a, a, for want of a better word, funky, which I hate that bloody word, um, city car. I think it's just it's designed to appeal but it's nowhere to... But it's nowhere near this. It, it must be about two smart cars. They're not small. Yeah, it's, it's not a smart car, that's for sure. Um, I bet it's the smallest one you do, though. So about BMWs. Yeah. Do you remember that bike they used to do with the roof on? Yes. Was that electric? I don't think it was, mate, no. It was just a bike. Mm. I, think it was, I think it had an engine in it. Mm-hmm. Um, next one, uh, Tesla Model S. I think it's good. See, these confuse me, because Tesla as a standard, I find ugly. 
I just yeah. I don't think there's anything about them. But then I saw one a couple of weekends ago, and it was the X, I think, so the people carrier one. Yeah. Front doors open normally, back doors open gullwing, which again just baffled me. How they open in, um, how they open in a car parking space, I don't know. But the inside was amazing, brilliant, really high tech, futuristic place to be. Lovely, like ice white interior in it, black. You could make like the headlights dance and and, and flicker and and come on like strobe effects, which again, you know, if you're into that kind of thing, it's like wow, look at that, look what my car can do. But. You know, you hear so many things on social media and people own them. And Mark Williams, the famous snooker player, he's got one. And he regularly tweets about the customer service of Tesla. I've heard this really bad. You know, so they'll flog you a car for 70, 80, 100 grand. And then... That's it. That's it. But where do you buy a Tesla from? Are there Tesla dealerships? Or do you have to, like, order it online and deliver it? There's Tesla dealerships in there. Is there? Yeah. I think you can buy one online as well. I'm just looking at the model, the model S now. That's the one I've sat in. Yeah, it's that, that, it very good. That picture there that you just put up then is, is again like the best looking one, and they've, yeah. they've 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 put or they've obviously put the best model on their homepage. Because when I first saw that, I'm thinking oh, that doesn't look like an electric car. But you see, look there, to sixty, two point four seconds. You're never going to use that. You're never going to have to use that, are you? 370 miles range, that's not a lot. No. You couldn't go from one end of the country to another. No. Yeah. Um, and that's a be- I bet that's at its best. You, you won't yeah. get that. No. no. You won't get that doing north of 60 in 2.4 seconds. No. no. Um, so, yeah, that, that that's a weird one because I looked I looked at that and I went, oh, you know, that, that, that's not bad, that. But then I look at it in real life. And I, I do, I see, I must see three or four of them a week. And I just think, nah, I couldn't do it to myself. Um, the next one is a Ford Focus Electric. Didn't know they did them. No. But again, that's kind of where I am. I prefer these. I prefer these ones where they just replace the engine with a battery. Uh, and then the next, I don't even want to read out the next three because they're just all meh, meh, meh. Cool. Chevrolet Spark. Oh, dear God. Chevrolet Bolt. Oh, dear God. And a Mitsubishi I M I E V. That'd be a little little car owner. They're just. Why would you? Why would you? Why would you buy a petrol version of them? Well, there isn't one of the bolts, is there? No, but there is of the. Um, there, there is of the spark, isn't there? I'm sure yeah, there's. This is absolutely dreadful car. Yeah. So why would you? Why would you buy that anyway? So if you can't afford a Tesla, and that's about it. Yeah. Buy a bike. Save the save the animals and the dolphins and the polar bears that way. But Again, going going back to motive, I think the I think the main I'm just cynical. I think the main motive is just to make money. I I, I, I liken this yeah. to when compactists took open records. Yeah. And there's no need for them, really. Well, apart from you couldn't listen to your music on the go. Yeah, cassettes. Imagine walking around with a with a record player. You had cassettes you are for that. Dope. You had cassettes for that. We had records and cassettes. No, I totally disagree. Just listen to me. Just listen quality. to me a second. The sound quality. Oh, this is a different podcast. The sound quality isn't always better. Shut Sometimes up. it can be. Depends how it's mastered. Shut 
depends how it's mastered. Everyone knows you sound that. Now off. Just listen to me a second. Go right? on. So everybody bought CDs. Everybody bought the records all over again. Massive boom in the market. And you had like two or three copies of the same record. Now everyone's going back to vinyl again because they like it. Because the sounds warmer. It's more of an experience. I think the electric cars are just CDs. I think I think the the motor manufacturers are just trying to get people trying to get us to spend our money all over again. And eventually, about thirty years time, we'll all go. You know what? I like a petrol engine better. And we'll all go back to that again. Mm. Wouldn't surprise me. At the end of the day, they do things to make money, and that is the end of it. Yeah, they do absolutely. And I, I think, that, like I said, there's, there's always going to be that battle with the petrol giants. Why are they going to want to put? Charging points in again, massive, massive, massive thing is there are no charging points. There are no charging points. Fair enough. I know when you buy a new electric car, I don't know what happens when you when you buy a second hand one. Do they do they come and take your charging point out of your house? Um, Just plug it in, don't you? But what do you plug it into? You have to have a big charging port, don't you? Just plug in the mains, don't you? I thought there's more than that. Maybe get an adapter, I'm sure it's just your mains. I might have sounded really daft now, <laughs> but actually, you just plug into your, your main. I'm just like if you buy like a BMW or a Mercedes, they come and put like a charging thing, like in your garage or on your drive or something. I'm not too mm-hmm. sure. I'm not too. Every picture that I've seen, they always seem to be like hooked up to something like quite big. Mm-hmm. But I'm not. I'm again. I'm not sure. But for me, it's the range of the car and the lack of charging points around by where I live. There are no. Charging points at any of uh, any of just like the standard pet. There might be charging points at the bigger like Tesco's or big superstores or something like that. But just a normal drive-in garage, there's no charging points. Yeah, just you receive very few. Um, motorway service stations always have them now. Um, then you're not in the motorway all the time, are you? I know this is going to sound daft. Some parking rides have them. So the parking ride I park in. Um, by the train station has got two two charging points yeah. um, and they're always empty I don't now I don't drive into work but if I did I've got a 20-25 mile journey and I know that I would have to have I'd have to have a 50 mile range all the time at least to get me home and back because yeah. I know I know leaving our house then I'm on a stretch of road that's on the coast, so it's just there's nothing there whatsoever. Back and beyond, straight down there. I'm not even into the heart of Liverpool, you know, for a while. And then I'm only on the dock road, and there's only limited petrol. So yeah, I, for me, it would just I would I would have to calculate every journey. It's chicken and egg, really, isn't it? It's the, it's the chicken and the egg walking first. Yeah, it's people aren't buying electric cars because whatever, but one of the reasons is there's no charging points. Yeah. And we're not putting charging points in because no one's got electric cars. Yeah. So someone's got to go, right. Let's flood the place with charging points. Yeah, and look daft. People are going, to go, well, there's no electric cars, but they won't be until you put charging yes. points in. Yeah. You go to Amsterdam, yeah. there's charging points everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. Uh, and every, on most streets is like one or two. Um, and there's always cars charging on them. Now, I appreciate that's a different city. It's a little... Um, it's not a little city, but it's just the, the streets narrow, so you have loads of little cars there, and electric cars really fit in well there. Yeah. Um, so it's perfect for there. Um, but again, yeah, we just need more charging points. But then, are the cars like you said, are the cars too expensive? 
I think I, I, it would put me off. It would and how much would it affect your electricity bill? Yeah, but again, do you get subsidies? Subsidi- do your bills get subsidised or whatever? If I know, I know you get um, kind of uh, car vehicle tax cuts, don't you, and yeah. all that kind of stuff yeah. for, for electric vehicles. But that's a really good point. If I say to my energy supplier, I've got an electric car, do they do they charge me less? Um, but you know, looking at the prices here, a high on a high on I Ionic is thirty thousand pounds for a high on thirty grand. A Nissan Leaf, like I said, thirty six thousand five hundred baseline. One car that we haven't spoke about, which again confuses me, is the i eight, because I see one, I go, oh, that's a nice looking car. Yeah. Then it's got little tiny skinny wheels on it. But the interior is amazing. It's got gold windows. It looks totally different. Would I have one? Somebody said to me, there's a £136,000 BMW i8 or there's a £136,000 Porsche 911 Turbo. I'm taking the Porsche. Mm. Depreciation as well. The i8s depreciate about half in a year. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you've got to take that into account. Yeah. Well, um, of course, they're going to depreciate because nobody built that. I say nobody buys them second hand. I don't understand why you would buy a second hand because you're basically just cutting your life of the, the not just the battery, but I imagine you can replace the battery, but that's basically the cost of the car. You buy one with 30, 40, 50,000 miles on it. That's yeah. all you're getting out of it. Yeah, sure. So, what, how much was, what was going there for 35 grand? The Nissan Leaf. The Nissan Leaf is thirty six thousand five hundred and fifty. Right, gentlemen and ladies, here's the choice: £35,000. Yeah, BMW M one forty or a Nissan Leaf. Second hand Aston Martin. <laughs> True, yeah, or a Bentley. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, just where's the choice? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's a no brainer. Yep, second hand Porsche, second hand Audi, Aston, a nearly new M three or M four. Just go bump electric cars, right? What happens? Why will autocast cars stop stop being pushed all of a sudden? Why are they? The gas cars, remember? Oh yeah. You still get you still get every uh, uh, petrol station's got a gas thing. I still see people use them now and again. They're always big old four by fours. Well, that's be a certain age to be converted, don't you? Yeah, yeah. I don't even know what the conversion cost is. What it cost. used to be about a grand, fifteen hundred. Did it? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Um, but then why was that? Why did that stop getting pushed all of a sudden? Because it's gas. It's a fossil fuel. Still, just like petrol. It's still subsidised to hell, though, isn't it? It's still about seventy percent, well, about sixty pence a litre, something like that. I don't know, but why? why it's about half the price of petrol. Yeah. It must be cleaner. Otherwise, why have it? True, and again, just look, just looking again. You know, Jaguar are really moving into the eye as well, aren't they? The eye pace and all this that. And the other. Yeah, because it, do you feel do you have to? Yeah. You know, some of the best, the best cars with the longest range, and one, two, three, four, five, six in the list is the Nissan Leaf, which came top in the overall ownership, and that's only got a two hundred and thirty mile range. The Renault Zoe has only got a 186 mile range and that's in the top 10 best electric vehicles. Yeah. 
so range is everything really, isn't it? Range, range is key for me. Looks, price and range is key. Okay, so what's our conclusions? What you're saying is? I'm saying is I see the, I kind of see the need and the point of them environmentally and all that kind of stuff. But why they look the way that they do, why they cost as much as they do, and why the batteries have a, a massive the the issue is the battery. You buy a car and they say you can't do any, you can't do a hundred thousand and one miles in it because your car's just going to stop working. Then it's a no go. It's an absolute no go. For me, I think if you want a little car to go to work and back in every day. Then, mm. all right, maybe, but you really want to spend thirty-five thousand pounds on that. Also, um, I still don't see the points of them. I think hybrids are adequate enough, and I think that it's just another ploy to make us spend more money. But that's just me being cynical. Okay, so just before we say goodbye, um, just a reminder of our social media. Uh, we've got another video on YouTube, and I've got two videos up. Yes, we have, yeah. Do you want to explain what they are, saying? Uh, the first one is uh, me and Al, in Al's car, talking about our lives in cars. Uh, it's a great listen. It's all about the terrible cars that Al's It's own. a watch, side. It's a video. It's a oh, great sorry. Watch. It's a great watch. It's a great watch and a great listen. Um, it shows, it highlights all the terrible cars that Al's owned and all the really good ones <laughs> that I've owned. Um, <laughs> So it is, it is a really good watch. Like I said, watch it just for my facial expressions when Al tells you that he had a car that was hand-painted in black and you can actually see the brush strokes in it. And the second one is we take a walk around Simon's latest fabulous car, <laughs> which is a BMW X3. It is, and it is. It's a brilliant car. Uh, great to drive, uh, carries loads of people, carries loads of luggage, amazing interior, full of tech. Um, and a much, much better looking uh, X3 than the previous versions. So please go over to YouTube and have a look at that. And um, also, come on, I'm going to have a bit of a stern word here now. We've had over 100 views on our first video, right? And not one of you has liked it. What's the score with that? Why don't you like it? You've watched it, so give it a thumbs up. Give it a thumbs down. I'm not really bothered, but please just show us that you're listening and that you're enjoying our content. And Please. If, it, if it's too much to ask to post a comment to say, keep up the great work, lads, or what's with Al's face or something like that, then just give us a thumbs up. Yeah, okay, stop mentioning my face. Um, and also, there is a brilliant part uh, in the second video where, let's just say we put Al into a bit of a space. That is well worth a thumbs up. Well worth it. <sighs> okay. Um, and also, don't forget our social media. We're on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. God, lad, you're getting there. I'm getting there. Uh, just search for at fullbeamcars. Email us fullbeamcars at gmail.com. Uh, and that's it. Now, Sam's picked a song to play us out, <laughs> which I hate. <laughs> it's much better because the band is called Electric Six. Hate. And the song is. High voltage. High voltage. Hate. Okay. So I've fast forwarded to 30 seconds in to get, you know, to a bit of the good bit, because I will not let me play this for long. I won't. Okay. It. All right, goodbye for now, people. See you soon. Bye, guys. It's not my desire. Get off. Danger, danger. Ha!
Get off the smoke. Not yet. I'm sorry, it's the way it says voltage. It just goes through me. Anyway, bye bye. See ya.